Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Thanks so much for joining us. Today we're going to have a little bit of a curriculum review, but if you have a chance, head down to the show notes. Give us a sweet, tasty, salty, a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> That'd be really nice if you could do that. And if you have a chance to support the podcast, you can tell that stranger in the the elevator that you've heard the best podcast you've ever heard in the Homeschool Together. <laughs> Always enjoy talking to random strangers on the street and tell them about our podcast. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. If you could spread the word, we would appreciate it. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Um, just as a kind of a summary of where we are with our um, uh, English language curriculum, we have done all about reading, uh, level one, right, Ariel? Level one, or am I getting the A and B thing confused with right start math? I always get the two things. Y- yes, I'm doing it, a curriculum. The all blue about one. reading is a level is doing, level one. I'm two, doing three, the four. blue one. Yeah, that's I got level the one. I got the green one. I'm doing. I just did the blue one. That's right. Yeah, right, right starts in uh, in uh, alpha. Yeah, we we we. I, I'm I'm a Ariel. I'm a I'm a simple potato farmer. <laughs> all right. I, I don't I don't understand all the numbers. Um. So we we've done. I did the all about reading. I did the uh, teach your child how to learn to read and not cry about it in 100 lessons. Um. I would advise you to do that after the age of six. Um, <laughs> um, and then we've kind of, we're kind of doing this kind of an eclectic mix now where we started to do the Explode the Code uh, book one. Yeah, which we is, just finished it. Which looks like um, they, they commissioned a four and a half year old to do all the fan art of the book on yeah, the front cover. Yeah. It's very amazing drawings. I mean, good drawings. One very thing simple. I would say about this book is, um, yeah, so this level one is going to be um, the the kinder first grade kind of it's kind of in that zone. These yeah, don't map perfectly more, more to kinder level. Yeah, we're talking about like like the things you're going to do in this book are probably maybe the first twenty lessons in the all about reading. Maybe a little bit less. It might be the first twenty twenty five thirty lessons in the hundred lessons book. Mm-hmm. So you can think about where where to. Where this book will be placed. Right. Now, this Explode the Code is a full, full curriculum, um, yeah. ELA curriculum, or well, not ELA, it's probably incorrect. It's it's a phonics-based curriculum. Phonics-based curriculum. So, but it is a full curriculum, and some people use this completely. You know, we have a, a friend that this is this is what they use, mm-hmm. um, and this is what our uh, Fundergarten teacher recommends people to use. So, mm-hmm. uh, we were able to get a, a, a copy of it from the school. Um, our parent partnership and get to use it. So we wanted to do a review for you all. So, so tell me what, what your initial impressions were of explode the code since you, you did this with our daughter. It was very basic. Um, very easy to do. It's about a hundred pages long, the whole workbook. So if you can imagine, okay, I'm going to do maybe level one, level two, the, they, they have numbers one and two on the, on the top of the book, maybe doing those two as like your kindergarten curriculum, you know, it's supposed to be kinder first grade, according to their website. According to their website, yeah. And so, like, you're thinking about, like, how long am I going to do this? Maybe one page a day. 
type of thing. We were doing about three or four pages a day because I was using it as kind of a review, um, really focusing on her reading and articulating and the words and doing the mastery of the of the reading with confidence. And that's really a big key thing that we're, me and my daughter are really focusing on. Uh, she's probably tired of me saying it. I wonder if you should read it with confidence, read it with confidence. Yeah. And that was what we we really focused on this and it took us about, it's about a month and a half to go through this whole book at that kind of that, that clip. Um, so really short, but um, very playful, very cool, um, big, big pictures, big spaces to write in, big, big things to circle. So it was very active. Is it obviously a workbook? So there's no manipulatives. There's no tear out pages. Right. There's no letter cards. There's no repetition of like review these letter cards every day, like kind of with an all about reading. Yeah. None of that but it does build on itself. So it does start with very simple letters, um, really focuses on the phonetics. Really, um, the thing that I saw, it kind of was coupling this idea of learning the phonetic words, you know, the phonetic sounds of what you're, you're, you're reading. Reading those words, seeing images that correspond to those words, and then writing those words that correspond to those images. And they kind of just rotated through those those concepts and so it was really kind of like cycling and feeding back in on itself and they would do that i think there were maybe 10 sections so each section was about eight or nine pages long and every section i think pretty much repeated itself like like with respect to what you're going to be doing but obviously it differed because you were focusing on different letter sounds different letter mm -hmm. combinations this first book really focused on the vowel combinations, a lot of CVC words, a lot of reading practice, um, a lot of really focused centered. And I think centered around, you know, the basic vowel, basic short vowel sounds. So no long vowel sounds, no weird, um, letter combinations like SH or CH, um, no alternative sounds where like the letter C has both the, the K sound and the S sound, none of that. So it's very basic, um, short vowels, basic letter sounds, no odd sounds, no second or third order sounds that are associated with certain letters. So very simple, very visually based. So if you have a visual learner um, and they like to look at pictures and associate that with certain words, um, is very, very helpful there. Really like that. There's a lot of circling. There's a lot of handwriting. That was the big thing that I liked about this was more than anything, there was a lot of handwriting in this book. Yeah. It, was, it almost dare I say, can double as a handwriting curriculum <laughs> as well. Because, I mean, almost every page, there's some level of handwriting, whether she's writing the words, yeah. whether she's writing. And, and I'm, I'm just thumbing through the book right now, and I'm actually seeing her handwriting improving through the book. And it was just a month and a half. Like, yeah, you can look at it like her handwriting. It's getting a lot better. You can see yeah. that there compared to, you know, where she was at the beginning where it was like really big. Here, I'm showing these to Ariel. Nobody can see this, but you see where her handwriting was Yeah, going? no, I, I just was Just a month and a half. That. Like, yeah, you're looking at like what she did like the end of today. Yeah, it's all printing based, It's of all course. print based, yeah. There's uh, no, no no cursive. So this Explode the Code level one here is not actually the first book in the series. Yeah, there are these stuff. Get Ready for the Code books like A, B, and C that are meant to be used as a pre-KK, yeah. um, which are going to go through all of your letter sounds. So if you want to start with that first, yeah, you can before you get here. One comment I would make about this is it is completely black and white. So if you have a learner who really is engaged by color and you need something that's going to pop, you might want to look at like an Evan Moore skill sharpeners type mm -hmm. of book. Um, 
because this is all black and white. Um, the other thing that is important to mention is that this doesn't include any stories. No. This is just words. Do you want to kind of walk through some some typical type of um, activities that are in this book? Yeah. So I, I just opened to a random lesson, like le- lesson seven. This is pretty deep into the book. So you've already learned all your, your basic vowel sounds. They open up the lesson with basically a recognition of those sounds and they provide you with a number of images and you have to uh, uh, circle that, uh, you know, with that image that corresponds with that, that vowel sound. So for example, the first one was the, the A sound, a short A sound. So, ah, they had a door, an apple and a balloon. And your, your learner had to look at those images, understand what those things are and find the word that either started with that vowel or has the dominant vowel uh, in, in that word. Um, or it's like a short CVC word that has that as the only vowel. So like things like apple obviously has two vowels in it, but it it leads with apple with a. Um, balloon obviously has an o, you know an a and an o, but it doesn't have a dominant sound there. Um, so they hear ba ba, and so they go okay that's not the word. You have another example like um, they have like button or something of that nature. You're 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 not going to hear that sound. It's not going to lead with that sound. They tend to lead with just like things like alligator or igloo, um, umbrella. So it kind of leads with that short vowel sound as like the, the lead thing. The next activity was is pretty cool. Um, it has the word. So let's say fill. And your learner then has to write that word fill below in, in the available letter space. And then they are presented again with three images. And one of those images corresponds to the word fill. In this case, there's a picture, a pitcher filling up a glass of water. The other images that they provided you was like a spoon and a flower. And your learner has to identify, you know, this is obviously the one that, that is fill and they have to circle that. So there's a lot of like word, read the word, write the word, find the word in the image. Um, next one was actually kind of cool. They're presented with an image and then they're presented with three, this is a CVC word. So three letter word. Um, so for example, I'll use the first one as an example. There's a squirrel with a nut and there's an arrow pointed at the nut. And so then they're provided with a selection for each letter. So the first field is an N or an S and they have to know, okay, this is a nut, nut. So they have to circle the N and the next selection is a U or an N and they go, okay, nut, uh, Okay, so I'm gonna circle the U and the final one was a T and an L and they again, they have to circle the right letter in order uh, to spell the word and then they have to write that word at the end. So then they're writing nut at the end. And I, I really like this because they're, they're in essence, they're decoding the image, the word that they're seeing there, they're decoding that word and then they're writing that word by selecting the right letters. Um, but also just decoding it in their minds um, to then write that on a, on, a, on a letter line. So really cool there. Um, next, they have kind of like next page. I'm just kind of flipping through the pages. Um, they have images and they have an, uh, an empty space to write the word. And up above, they have kind of a word um, list of words. In this case, it was eight words. And, and they're, they're focusing mainly on the, um, this is the review. So they're, they're doing all the letters. So they'll have like words like cut. Dan, fix, nut, duck, mix, six, and fill. And then they have images that correspond to those words below. And then the, the, the reader, the learner has to go up and, and, and see, okay, this is what this word is doing. And so it's like, say it's fill. Again, they have a, the pitcher pouring the water in. And a lot of times they will pull back similar images. So they recycle images a lot of times. So your learner starts to get comfortable with seeing, associating that image with that word. 
And so again, they have to know, okay, that's Phil. I need to go up to the list of words. I need to read the words and say, where's Phil? Where's Phil? Where's Phil? Phil? Phil. Oh, there's Phil. They have to find that word. Then they have to write that word down below. Again, this is great. Like word association, decoding, finding words, understanding, looking for the right words. Really cool. The next is, um, is kind of like a reading section. So they have to read a whole sentence. Can I fill a cup up? And so you have to say yes or no. Okay. You can either say yes or no. And, and, and sometimes they're, they're weird sounds like, can a pig add six and six? Well, obviously no. Pigs can't right. add. So this is testing a little bit unless of you got a really, com- unless comprehension. You got a, yeah, unless you got a really smart smart pig. <sighs> you know, will a, dust, will a duck pass a bus? Only when they're flying. So like you, they can either say yes or no, and then they can make the argument on whether or not it's true or not. Yeah, I like It's that. kind of fun. I, I like it. it was it, Instead of reading stories, they had to kind of do these like reading sentences. But Lerner really, really liked doing these. She liked re- reading the words. Um, I don't know if the if I, I wish there were maybe a little bit more stories in this. Well, and so I was going to talk yeah. a little bit about, you know, so th- this is the Explode the Code book, but in the Explode and the Code... And then there's a few more pages with similar similar activities. And eventually, one of my favorite ones is, is at the end of the, of the lesson is just the image and they have to write the word that associates to it. There's no, there's no reference of a bunch of words. There's, the word is not there for them to figure out the letters. They just have to look at it and they have to write cup. It's almost like a spelling test. And in this case, there were like, I think there are like six or seven examples here that she had to do. And, you know, it's basically a spelling test. She's just looking at the picture and saying, well, what is that? That's a cap or a cup or a bun or a, it's cutting or mixing. And she's got to source the letters in her mind. She's got to write it correctly. She's decoding it. And then she has to read it. I, I always had her read it to me. You know, what did you write? Tell me what you wrote. That type of thing. Um, and that's basically one kind of quote unquote lesson or chapter. And and then that repeats itself throughout the book. So, so explode the code being these exercises, just like you've, um, yeah. like you've explained, which I think is great. So everyone can kind of get an idea in their yeah, mind. Hopefully, what this hopefully does. that came through pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Hopefully it did for all of you. I was, I was, had the, um, fortunate, uh, position of being able to look at it while he was talking, but <laughs> we'll try to do a video on this maybe I mean, at some point. We, we went through it so quick. I don't know if you ever actually saw her doing this. Yeah, I've, I've seen a little bit oh, of a little it. Bit, okay. So in in the explode, just kind of to 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 frame this in the explode the code um, curriculum framework, right? You have that getting ready for the code books yeah. that are all letter sounds, and you have explode. And we haven't co- done those, we right? Have. We have not done those. We will probably do them with our our younger learner when it's yeah. her turn. And then you have explode the code, which is just what we've talked about. Then there is a series called beyond the code. And those are books that are meant to go with explode the code. You do them, you, you, you can do them concurrently, or you can do one right after the other. Um, but that's where you get into reading uh, snippets and reading comprehension. Yeah. So that's the beyond the code. Um, and, and then be, Explode the Code also has, you know, they have level one, level two, whatever. They also have half levels. So they have level one and a half, which is going to be the same material as level one, but it's a bunch of different exercises um, looking at things in new ways, right? So just coming at it from a new angle, but not learning any new material. So you really have the the opportunity with this series, if you wanted to, to teach those letter sounds and then go into teaching the phonics get extra practice for the phonics mm-hmm. and then bring in, bring in reading comprehension. So there's all these different pieces. Uh, I think one of the things that's really nice about explode the code and why, why we'll continue to do it is it seemed to be a, a good, effective review for mm-hmm. our daughter. Also, every one of these books, 
It's like eight bucks on yeah. Rainbow Resources. They're super affordable. So, so for us, that's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, yes, technically, if you wanted to get everything that went with level one, like you'd have level one and yeah. one and a half and beyond. So, okay, it's 25 bucks to get yeah. all three pieces for, for level one. Um, but I think that overall it's a really good value, which makes it easier to justify doing it. So, um, yeah, so just a little bit, a, a little bit about it, but I think that it's, it's a worthwhile book. Our daughter has enjoyed it and it's, it's given her some opportunity to, to really prove her mastery yeah. of different pieces in exercises in ways that all about reading or hundred lessons didn't challenge her. So yeah. I think it's, it's good to kind of come at things well, from different angles. And, and we're using it in, in a review framework. So a lot of you may, may be looking for your primary curriculum and I, I don't know the experience there with, you know, your learner learning those letters or those sounds for the first time. You know, obviously I've done two separate, kindergarten quasi first grade curriculums with my daughter and now I'm doing this as just a kind of a review mechanism so I got to see her in, in a mastery sense and mm -hmm. kind of a review sense but also like putting that within the same um, understanding of where she was you know a year or, or a year and a half or two years ago when we first started the all about reading curriculum and where you know where would she have struggled or where, how how would she have done here I would have definitely had to do the pre books there, like the pre-learning books so that she can get all the letter sounds. I don't think she would have been able to do this by just starting, you know, where she was at the beginning of all about reading. Cause all about reading just assumes you don't know anything. Um, and you just come in here's your first letter sound. It's the letter S, you know, or and the letter A and, and the letter, I think T, I don't know. They had like, just like three or four M, letters. M is usually very yeah, early. M, yeah. I think it was that first two lessons covers like M, A, uh, S and T, and there might be one other in there. Yes, I, I think so because the Bob books, right? There's yeah. Sam like, Sat. Yeah, Sam Sat. Yeah, it's like it's Sam like, Sat. It was like Bob level Matt. stuff. <laughs> so there, there's no way that my daughter could have started here. I, I would have had to do the uh, the before this level books for for the uh, explode the code. But you know, if your learner knows all the the letter sounds and they're pretty comfortable with that, and you've done some like basic phonics work with them. Um, and they, and you know, they're starting into that kind of early reading stage. I can definitely see this being helpful, but I think they would have, I think my daughter would have struggled with this if she had not had the phonics base. Phonetics yeah. Base. I was wondering what you thought about yeah. this as like a standalone only do this as opposed to the no. way we're using it in a review capacity. Yeah. I think as a standalone, you have to use those previous curriculums. If that's the first time your student is learning any type of phonetics base, um, I, I, I would not start your learner on this book. This is obviously somebody who knows, you know, A through Z, all the sounds. Again, they did not have any second or third order sounds associated in this book. There were no long vowel sounds. There were no um, uh, uh, letter combination sounds where it's like SH or CH or things of that nature, QU. There was none of that in this book. Yeah, that's probably next level. That might be the next or maybe I think it's even like the third or fourth book where they get into that. And so you can start to think about like when we were looking at the the next book in this series, I was trying to put it in the framework of, you know, where does that exist within the All About Reading Blue series that we have done? And I think the second book and maybe even a little bit into that third book in the in the uh, Explode the Code is the entire of the all about reading curriculum. Yeah, I feel like all about reading goes further than yeah. uh, other curriculums do for you know each level. I think there's like 52 lessons, mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty comprehensive. You know, we've been kind of 
uh, doing the same plan with both reading and math where we've done the most comprehensive curriculum first, like yeah. all, all about reading and then write, start math. And then we're moving on to other workbook-based curriculums that are going to help us approach something from a different mm -hmm. angle, teach it in a way that, you know, she's not seeing it for the first time. I, I like some of these, you know, doing it that way. Could you just do explode the code? If Absolutely. you did all the pre, you know, prepare for the code stuff and, yeah. and, knew all the letter sounds you could absolutely do that without a doubt uh, i think for us we are we are liking the uh, you know kind of comprehensive base that we're building and then using these books which are you know very affordable mm -hmm. um as that kind of review and reinforcement yeah so like if you're if you're approaching this like what you said if you did the you know the before the code books and then you went ahead and started this book you know I, like with how much are you doing in a day-to-day -day basis you know doing one or two pages a day you know is a very easy pace. Yeah, th this does not require a lot of the a parent. No. I mean, and that's one thing that both of those other curriculums, you know, while they are, we believe very comprehensive basis to give. They are very parent intensive. Yeah, this, both of them. I, I noticed towards the end, especially the last, like, like today when we finished it, um, she she did four pages all by herself. Right, yeah. like I would sit there and I would tell her, but at this point she knew she knew the motions because there's a lot of repetition in the activities um but the obviously the act the the physical thing that she's doing is different but she just she just intuitively knew what she had to do towards the yeah. end so i could sit there and prep for something else while she did these you know these few pages as kind of a review so by the very end she was really self-driving this this work right i liked it from that standpoint i liked it from the review standpoint so if you're looking um, to maybe add something to your summer curriculum or you're trying to do some mastery exercises. I really like this. If you're going to use this as your primary curriculum, absolutely start with the, was it before the code? Yeah, and getting ready for the code. Getting ready for the code. Type thing. There's, there's a, like three different, but it's the ABC level. And definitely get the half. Um, the half, well, you said there was like a half increment. Like yeah, there, a there's half. a half. And you know, if you yeah. don't need more reinforcement, if your kid blazes through it, then, then yeah. that's not necessary. But, but again, some, eight there, bucks. Why you not? You said there were short stories and reading comprehension. That's in beyond the code. Beyond the code. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I would we'll have to, we're going to be doing that next. So yeah, I would definitely, tuned. I would, I would, if, if that's what, that was felt like the one thing that was missing. Cause if you're thinking from the standpoint of, you know, what is a, you know, all about reading do they have the phonics, they have the activities, and then they have the reading supplementals that come with it. And that is like a synergy there is really helpful. And then they also have the letter cards. Um, that's the one thing I wonder if like the, you know, before the code books, they have more, you know, repetition in learning the sounds. That's really, I think that's something that all about reading does really well is they have those cards and they have all the letter cards. And I really like the idea of reviewing and, and repetition because, you know, just showing them the card, the card or the letter one time or doing an activity one day does not necessarily mean that they're going to master that sound. Um, it's going to take a lot of times to keep repeating and keep seeing and keep exposing for them to actually, you know, grok the the sound and be able to use it and implement it. Um, especially with my older daughter. I'm, I'm Actually, the funny thing is with my three-year-old, I'm starting to do some pre-letter sounds with her. And she, she seems to have like more of a, like kind of a photogenic memory. So she's actually just, she's just jumping on letter sounds really fast and she's, you know, three and whatever. I, I, I struggled at that with my, with my oldest. So a little bit different learning style. So it's kind of funny how I'm, I'm start going to have to start to adapt to a different learning style soon. But with this book, I, I really, I really wish there was like 
the supplemental. So hopefully we'll get into those other books where maybe there's some reading, there's some short stories that they can yeah, read. We'll and, come and back and talk about those once we do those. Yeah, they can apply the skills that they're doing. But that being said, Explode the Code, definitely a cool curriculum. Price point is right there, very affordable. Obviously, you know, for 30 or $40 total out the door with all the books and shipping and tax, you can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have the problem with that. Um, if your learner likes doing workbooks, they're kind of a, you know, they don't need a, a heavy hand if they if they like to do things on their own. That's really good for them. It is lacking a little bit on the cards. So you may have to like supplement that in other ways, maybe some flashcards and stuff. If you want to practice your letter sounds, if that's something that you your learner needs to do, that's maybe something you have practice to practice your words, to practice your words. That was another thing that all about reading does. They have a lot of tear out cards for words um, and also sight words. They like to incorporate a little bit of sight words right up front. I think those first five or six lessons, they introduce um, the A, um, uh, A and the, um, so they can add those into stories. Um, I know Bob Books does that pretty early mm-hmm. as well. I think on the second or third book, they start to add in some sight words um, right up front. So coupling this with some early readers like Bob Books, um, I think is it's a good thing to do. So you may have to combine this because there's so many books and you have to kind of piecemeal, you know, in some respect, all the activities and all the things as versus say like an all about reading, all about reading, which is just like you get the curriculum, you get everything that you need to, to do the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And it's from zero to reading at the end. Um, you may have to like figure out what you need here. It's, it's, yeah. There's a little bit more piecing this together. Yeah. I wish they maybe like, maybe you just got to go through and just say, Hey, if I'm just, there are bundles, you know, if bundles, you go to yeah. like rainbow resource, which I love to buy things from rainbow resource, by the way, they've got some really great stuff there. Um, there's different bundles that you can get. There's teacher guides as well. If you feel that you need that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we ended up kind of doing this more piecemeal and you could do it that way, or you could bundle something and buy several levels at once. And things. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would probably, if you're starting out and this, you want this to be your curriculum and you can't go wrong with this. I really liked it. Um, it was super, yeah, yeah. Super we were really happy with it. I was happy with it. We're going to continue with all about reading as our main curriculum, but I, we're going to be using explode the code. I think is uh, sort of, yeah. And we'll grab beyond reviews. the code yeah. as well and, and do that because I, you know, I think it's worked really well for our mm-hmm. daughter and we're kind of in this stage of wanting to help her review, uh, before we go on and teach yeah. her more. Yeah. I'm starting to get into this, like, okay, I got a main curriculum and I got these little, like little satellite moons that kind of orbit around and, and they're at little workbooks and activities that kind of reinforce things. And, yeah. And I, and I like And this. they're different. They keep things... Uh, yeah, they keep it loose and different. Like, yeah. yeah, I love the... Mix it up. I love, again, the thing that All About Reading does not do very much at all is the handwriting. Like, yeah. There's almost none of that in, yeah. the, in that curriculum. And yeah, like... Because it's th- all like letter tile based. I, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, is there any handwriting? There, there's no handwriting. There's almost no handwriting. Because it's, they, they have the letter yeah. tiles either physical or on the app. And those are what they would, you know, manipulate yeah. to make the words, which I think is great. And especially for younger learners, yeah. I think that those manipulatives are awesome. But like you said, it doesn't help yeah. us with the handwriting. So I, I do like that this yeah, also th- has this that does, th- This by far blows... Even the hundred lessons, hundred lessons has a lot of handwriting as well, especially at the end of the lesson, they do some handwriting, but it's really just, oh, write this letter, right? It's not like full on handwriting yeah. where you're writing sentences and whatnot, or or you're writing words. This does that. And this this is, I'm very impressed with this, like from respect to the handwriting. So if, if handwriting is an important thing for you, or if it's something you want to re- reinforce with respect to your phonics curriculum, Explode to Code has a lot of handwriting in here and they're going to be doing a lot of it. I think, you know, in a hundred page book, she might have written a thousand words 
right? And that's just a lot of repetition, a lot of time on paper, a lot of time on pencil. So, and it's because it's a workbook and they're constantly circling and scrolling or Xing or copying words and stuff like that. There's a lot of like where she's doing the workbook with the pencil in her hand, like mm-hmm. with the the idea that I'm going to be writing and while I'm learning to read and, and sound things out and do the activity. So it's very, I think it's very connective in that respect because you, your learner is actually like really, really, really focusing on, on doing the actual work. And they're, they're, they, it almost feels like they're vested in what they're doing in that moment, as opposed to like all about reading where they're just, it's more Socratic, you know, in that respect where I'm like asking her questions and we're, we're coming back and forth and we're practicing and we're doing activities together and we're asking questions and we're doing little manipulatives and stuff. It, it did have a different feel. And so, you know, depending on what your learner likes and what, what they, what they enjoy, explode the code, maybe a little bit better for them. I kind of feel like this is a little bit analogous to math mammoth yeah, in the same yeah. way, like right start and all about reading are both very manipulative based yeah. and very teacher heavy. And then math mammoth and explode the code are workbook based heavy on handwriting, um, you know, lots of review and repetition in those, not as much moving on to new concept every other time, but, you know, really practice. So I think it's, does that seem fair? Is that I, seem I like think a it's decent a great, analogy? I think it's a great analogy. Yeah, it's very hands-on um, for all about reading. This is more, it's hands-on in the sense that you have your hands on a pencil most of the time. <laughs> it's, it's workbook-based though. It's and more I, But I think that yeah. there's like, there's a spot for all of these I things. Yeah. Um, and, that's and that's why I, I like that we get to try a bunch yeah, of things. Yeah, it feels like we're, we're kind of at the buffet. We're just trying a bunch exactly. of things. Um, the th- what I like about that type of mentality is that um, it allows us to, to try different things and, and angle things towards our daughter that maybe help reinforce certain things in certain ways that maybe benefit her for that topic but then okay over here we're going to get back into our cards and our phonics and our word stuff yeah like i love attacking this the same thing from different directions because we do move through these curriculums pretty fast that's that's been something i've realized just as an aside um is that we do move through these curriculums very fast and i don't know if we maybe we should slow down and then spend more time on that subject but sometimes i feel like i lose my daughter when like yeah. if I'm not moving fast enough. Yeah, she's and learned it. She's ready to go on. She's ready to new. go on and I don't want to slow her down. It's kind of nice. So you pull it some pull out something yeah. like this or another workbook. This can, this can artificially slow down the curriculum that you feel you may be going fast through in the sense that right. okay, when I sit down and we do our you know, our reading work, we 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 start with a, a page or two of explode the code and then we get into all about reading, right? Like using it as a way to fill more time and get more reinforcement because you may feel like, Oh, you know, we just, I could just do my entire all about reading in like three months. And then what am I going to do? You know? Right. You know, if you have that feeling, I, I love these type of books there. Or, you know, if you've completed the curriculum and you want to try, you want to reinforce it, you can just, again, do a different curriculum at the same time, like hit the first grade reading curriculum three or four times with three or four different curriculum. Right. Cause otherwise at the speed that we move, we would just keep, we would either have to have breaks between what we're doing and then we could mm-hmm. have kind of lost ground and, you know, lost momentum. Yeah. Or we would move so quickly that we would have a first grader doing, you know, third grade reading and she's really not ready for that. Yeah. So uh, this is a way to prolong that learning and and come at it from different angles. And one of the advantages we have as homeschoolers if she were in school, she'd only get to do one of these things. And 
hopefully it would work with her learning style and she would just grok it because if not, there was not going to be all alternate options. Mm. You know, and the reason that we even got Explode the Code was the one of the teachers at our parent partnership program, we were talking to her about our daughter just having some confidence issues and I think we were struggling we, a little we bit. We didn't know where she sat. Like, yeah, assessment like, wise, know, we weren't we've, sure. We talked about this a little bit of a fear of like, oh, is she behind? Is she ahead? We don't know where she is. We didn't like, really know. We knew yeah. that, like, you and, know, and we, we understand there's no ahead or behind in homeschooling. Yeah, but, but like, we just wanted to know, like, are we keeping pace with where she, quote unquote, should be? Well, more you know, than like, anything, were were we? We wanted to make sure we weren't am I doing fa- a good job. Or yeah, we weren't failing student? her. I'm failing her. You know, like <laughs> she she wasn't taking to reading as fastly as we had expected her to, considering yeah. how much she loves books. And so I had a meeting with one of the teachers at the school who's a reading expert, um, and uh, at our parent partnership, and she recommended that we try explode the code. And she gave us a few games to play, which were also very helpful. We're not going to talk about the games because they're all out of print, yeah. so it would not be helpful to you. Um, but uh, she gave us these kind of different resources and said, why don't you just try it from this this different, approach it from a different side. And I think that our daughter is doing wonderfully and right on track. Um, I think it's just that our expectations might not have been correct. So yeah. good to, you know, good to sample and test things. And for eight bucks, I don't think you could go wrong with giving it a try if you're interested in it. And going back to that nuance that you just described, you know, that's the beauty of the homeschooling is that we can microcorrect, sure, and we don't have to let her go through a whole school year to find out that <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong. Exactly, you know, and we we consider going. Okay, are we screwing up? Can we pivot? Can we change here? Can we do something different here? And those are the things we can do on the fly and make those changes. Like we were just like going right into the all about reading and. It was getting a little frustrating. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, why are we going into all about reading yeah. too yeah. when when she's not that comfortable? See, this is yeah. the hard thing. You may you may think in hearing this that we are really pushing our daughter to go way too fast. And and the thing is is that we're going at the pace which is appropriate for her. So she's she wants to go at a good fast pace. Yeah. She she gets bored if we don't go fast enough. So mm-hmm. And, and she is successfully completing the lessons, right? We do a reading lesson and she gets through it. And the next day we start another one and she wants to move at this speed. So we're trying desperately to keep up with her energy and interest in this and, and trying to keep her engaged. But also we want to make sure we don't go too far because she's really not ready yet. Or so she's not mastering those things. She's like, not, she hasn't mastered yeah. it, but she still wants to move on. She so wants to move faster. Otherwise she, she gets she likes, totally like bogged down. She likes variety. I think that's one of the things that we're learning is that she likes to, she likes to move fast, but we're, we're mimicking that speed by doing this kind of looping cycling thing with this. Yeah using different curriculums to kind of reinforce the same concepts. She feels it's fresh and new, but really it's a review of what she's already done. Right. And, it, and it creates that that confidence, that that, we, that keyword that we, we were talking about, read with confidence, read with confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, building that confidence in reading and, and, and using the tools in her, in her little, you know, Batgirl tool belt of phonics and all the, all the things that she needs to learn to read. You know, when we're filling that out, she's she was really hesitant. Oh, which tool do I need right now? So now she's getting a lot more calm, comfortable yeah. because she's seeing more of it. She's just one of those. And I think we're learning, you know, because we're, you know, we're homeschoolers. We have to learn what what's best for our kids. That she needs to 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 loop back on things mm-hmm. all the time. 
Yeah. And that is that is how she learns. She she is. She's a, not willing to like take her time. No. Slowly acquire she, something until she, she masters it, and then yeah. she's going to move on. She wants to like get it well enough that she successfully completes the lesson, yeah. and then move forward. And and like you said, we have to loop back if we really do want her to achieve some yeah. level of mastery she's, with it. She's not a big fan of memorizing things, like yeah. sitting down, going, "Okay, A B A B." A, B, C, A, B, 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 C. Like I still struggle with B and D. Like she just will not sit down and memorize it, right? That type of thing. My three-year-old, <laughs> I, show her one, I show her once and she's got it, right? Yeah. It's a completely different learning style. So I'm having to like kind of come to grips yeah, with that. Yeah, just different. But she, you have to move fast yeah. with her. If you don't move fast yeah, enough, she paradox. just totally gets like uh, we, we have to bored. move fast, but we can't move too fast. Because she won't get it, we have to loop back, and so she can master it. And yeah. it's this weird paradox that we're having to. It's almost like a learn. trick, you know. It's yeah. like it's like we're we're spicing it up by doing something different. Exactly. So I think that this is a was a is a really good option for folks that might be interested. So let's end this long, you know, kind of a curriculum review um, by what we're into. So it's the YMCA Ariel. YMCA. Yeah. She's dancing. She's, she's trying not to watch. Oh, it's really it's, bad. You guys. It's, it's so it's really bad. It's so alluring. So Her we, eyes can't avert. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so <laughs> you're so silly. I'm glad you all can't see this dancing. It's really bad. One day so, we'll be on the YouTube. So no, they'll no, see it. We don't need to We're see gonna it. We're going to love it. So, so yeah, the our local Y was having uh, some zero join fees. And we, we had been members of the Y before the pandemic. But um, with it getting shut down and everything, it's finally opened back up. And we thought, you know what? We're going to give this a chance again. We've been really pleasantly surprised. One of the things that is great about it is there is a kid, kid zone. It's a child care. Child care. And we used to get two hours a day, but now it's an hour and a half a day. It used to be an hour and a, it used to be two hours a day per parent, which you could really, I mean, but, but, uh, now it's just an hour and a half at, at our local Y. But uh, one of the nice things is they do, there's, there's play in there, but there's also some educational stuff, yeah, coloring and, and doing different, yeah. different activities and having a good time. Our kids really love it. Uh, and then there's all the exercise classes. There's also kids sports. And we, I think for our youngest, um, yeah, three and four year old sports are free when free. we have a membership. We were looking at, you know, we talked a while back about camps as an option for summer. And we looked at like one camp as being, you know, 200, it was like $240 for the week. It was only for one kid. And we were like, that's two full months at the YMCA. Yeah. And we can take both kids to Kid Zone. And we've been using the pool a lot. We've been swimming yeah. on the weekends as a family. Uh, there's swim lessons there and everything is discounted since we're members. So yeah, we were kind of weighing like, what were we going to do for the summer? Um, our why, and I don't know if this is universal across the country, but, um, it has, a uh, no membership, uh, like term, like we don't have to be members for a year. There's, we could just go, it's all month to month. Uh, and there's reciprocity with all of the Y's in, yeah, the, in our county, in yeah. the country. No, there's uh, everywhere. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You could go to any YMCA and you have your membership and you could go. So if you were traveling, visit grandma, grandpa or something, you could use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, we've been really enjoying being back with the, the Y and it giving us something that we can do this summer. I know that we're leaning into it heavily as a great way to have uh, some early activity for our kids every morning 
um, and for you to get your your self care time to do your workout. Listen to me, I've got to get big. Yeah. So it, anyway, it's really working out for us. Um, but yeah, it seems yeah. like every every other day we are there at the Y doing yep. a workout, or I'm going doing lap swimming, or the kids yeah. are going to kids zone. Kids so kids zone. right now we're we're all about the the local YMCA. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!